Welcome back. We're now going to start section 8 in test 4. Let's start with problem number 1. Problem number 1. If 3 times n minus 4 is equal to 18, what is n? n is equal to what? Well, let's divide both sides by 3. You get n minus 4 is equal to 6. Add 4 to both sides. You get n equals 10. And that is choice D. Problem number two. Right, I just divided by well, you know what I did. Hopefully you know what I did. Two, for a class ring, each senior can choose from four types of stones and three types of metals. Four stones and three metals. How many combinations of a stone and metal are there? Well for each stone they can pick three different metals, right? So there's four, because there's four different types of stones, and each of them can have three different metals. So it's four times three combinations. Combinations. Which is choice D. Next problem. Problem three. If you ever doubt yourself on like the first one or two problems because it seems too easy, you probably shouldn't doubt yourself because the first couple of problems tend to be reasonably straightforward. I was just doubting myself because like, was I missing something? All right, problem number three. The sum of 3a and the square root of b, the sum of 3a plus the square root of b is equal to, is equal, is equal to the square of the sum of a and b. So it's equal to the square, the square of the sum of a and b. Which of the following is an expression for the statement above? Oh, I just wrote it out. <laughs> it's choice b. But hopefully, as I talked it out, you, see, you saw what I was doing. I said the sum of 3a, so the sum of 3a and the square root of b, this is the sum of 3a and the square root of b, is equal to the sum of a plus b squared. Or they said equal to the square of the sum of a plus b. Next problem, problem four. Carrie has a cordless telephone receiver that can operate within a range of 1,000 feet. 1,000 foot range from the telephone's base. Carrie takes the receiver from the base and walks 800 feet due north. So this is the base. And I don't know if Carrie is a boy or a girl's name, but Carrie walked 800 foot feet due north. From that point, she walks due east and stops at the maximum range of the receiver. So then she walks east. And she stops at the maximum range of the receiver. In which of the following directions can carry walk and still be within range of the receiver? So the range is, a, is essentially a, you can go 1,000 feet from this point B. right? And actually, let me draw it as a circle. So I can go at most, so let me, let me, read, let me draw a circle here. So this is, and let's say that this is the point B. This is the point B. That's the base. Carrie, let's say Carrie's a, a guy. Carrie can get at most 1,000 feet away from the receiver. So the, the furthest distance that Carrie can get from the receiver is 1,000 feet. So this radius right here is 1,000 feet. And the problem, Carrie walks 800 feet due north. So maybe right there. right? That's 800. And then walks due east, due east to the range of the receiver. So then walks east, which is this direction. So walks due east to the range of the receiver, which is right there. And what they want to know is, in which of the following directions can carry walk and still be in range of the receiver? 
Well, we know Carrie can't walk north, because then he or she will be out of range receiver. Can't walk east, then it'll be range receiver. But he or she can walk south, or can walk back west, right? So can walk south or west. And those are choices two and three, which is choice E. Choice E is two and three, which is due south or due west. Those can walk this way, south, or west, that way. Next problem. Oh, whoops. Problem five. If x over four is equal to two x over a, and x does not equal zero, what is the value of a? Well, we can divide both sides by x because we know x doesn't equal zero because you can't divide by zero. So this and this would cancel out, right? We're dividing both sides by x, so you get one fourth is equal to two over a, and you know you could you could eyeball this where if you want to do it uh, mathematically, you could say one times a is equal to four times two, which is eight, and you could have said well you know two over what two is one fourth of what number? Well, it's eight, so a is equal to eight. Choice A. Problem number six. And we have a little drawing here to do. Let's see, problem number six. So we have a parallel line like that. Actually, I don't know they're parallel yet because they haven't told me, but they kind of look like that, although I shouldn't assume. So I have a transversal if those are parallel. Let me switch colors. Okay, so they're saying that this angle right here is R. This is U S. T, and this is line L, this is line M. In the figure above, L is parallel to M. So L and M are parallel. I was right. And R is 50 degrees. So R is equal to 50 degrees. What is the value of S plus T plus U? Well, what are the angles that are corresponding to R? If R is 50, the corresponding angle here, so kind of the, you know, the same, if you don't remember this, you might want to review the, the geometry module where I did this. The corresponding angle here is U, and so this angle is also going to be equal to 50 degrees. Let me do a different color. So that equals 50, and that's because they kind of take the same role um, where the transversal intersects the parallel lines. And if this is 50, this is the opposite angle, right? So that is also going to be, that angle is also going to be 50. And T and U are supplementary, right? So T plus U are going to be 180. Or you could say that this is 130, right? So what's 50 plus 50 plus 130? It's 100 plus 130. It's 230 degrees, which is choice A. Next problem. Third color is problem number seven. And the XY coordinate plane. Line L is perpendicular to the y-axis and point and passes through the point five negative three. So let me. So those are my axes. Y. X. And this line, I'll draw it in green. It passes through point five negative three. So that's like here someplace. And it's perpendicular to the y-axis. This is the y-axis, so perpendicular to it. So it forms a 90-degree angle. And we know this is a 90-degree angle. And it passes through the point 5 and the minus, you know, minus 3. Minus 3. So this is a point right here. This is 5 comma minus 3. 
which of the following is an equation of the line L? OK, well, what is the slope of this? It's a flat line. It's, it's, it's a flat line. For as, as much as you run, as much as you have a change in x, there's no change in y, right? So the slope is 0. And what's the y-intercept? The y-intercept is where you intersect the y-axis. Well, you're going to intersect it at y equals negative 3. So b is minus 3. And if you don't, that's, I'm saying this from the form y equals mx plus b is the slope of a line. m is 0, b is 3, so we know the slope is y equals negative 3. That's the equation. y equals negative 3, that's choice c. And in general, you know, if you just drew this line, you're like, well, no matter what x is, y is equal to negative 3. And you can say, well, that's the equation. y is equal to negative 3. I have a minute left. I don't think that's enough time to do a problem. It might be, but I don't want to rush things. So I'll do the next problem in the next video. I'll see you soon.